and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. And it is summer. It's summer. Jess, did you see that there are there's a fire tornado up? Uh, <laughs> what is a fire tornado? Well, essentially, sometimes. Well, there's a fire, and then it got so hot that it caused a tornado, and so the fire is like funneling up the tornado. I don't think it lasts forever. But this was in SoCal. Uh, no, it's up like uh, like what was the name of it? Um, I want to say the Ch- Chilkoot um, in Chilkoot, California, which is like kind of like north of Sacramento and inland, oh, like my gosh. near okay. the like national forest up there. <gasps> I guess the either it's Sierra or Eastern Sierras or I don't know, whatever trees, forest, fire, trees. you know. Uh, yeah, this weather is scary. This is this is like a, a real cherry on top for a pandemic is that we've hit for anybody. I mean, it's, it seems like it's very hot in many parts of the country right now. And L.A. is having a major heat wave, triple digits. The power grid is to the max. We've got rolling blackouts. Ugh. Um, Ugh. And ooh, it just it, there's like a hard feeling to explain. Maybe it is like the equivalent of what it's like to be from places like with tornadoes or hurricanes where you just sort of like get a spidey sense like oh it's about to go up in flames and um yeah. and yeah the the it, the it is it is hot it is hot 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 it's hot 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 yeah it's gonna be like 103 where and in the valley it's even hotter guys isn't weather talk interesting now yes. while we're talking weather talk um in iowa they have had yeah they had a hurricane it's like I read a thing today that as of today, there the whole state was like had no power, yeah, which does not seem possible. But apparently, at least as of this morning, it seems last night like the state had no power. More than ninety thousand people are still without power. Jesus Christ, guys, stay safe. This is the most chaotic guys, time in history. <laughs> flee Mother Nature. I don't know where you gotta find caves. <laughs> It's, it's time to go underground. I think that's what we're doing. I think it's time to move our society underground because we have fucked it up. <sighs> We've it's gone between our government. We got here really fast, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's a like full apocalypse oh, talk. Oh boy. Oh but, boy. Um but other than the apocalypse, how are you? How is your week? How's your weekend? I mean, um, it's great. I I had a little socially distant hang in my front yard and I was no. showing you all of my mosquito bites. Just it's a the, new thing in LA. We've never had this has never been a thing in it was summer. Like two years now ago, there's mosquitoes. We got like an invasive species that is like <sighs> extra bitey. So it's it's a bummer. Um, yeah, uh, they're they're chompy. I think the Earth is taking back the night and the day. <laughs> and can you blame it? <laughs> I mean, it's like over us. You know, we're so like silly to be like as if we matter more than all the other things going on in the Earth. No, it's swallowing us. We can just write so. blogs about it. That's all. That does not make us better <laughs> than any other part <laughs> of Earth. That we can have a think piece about shit. We can die <laughs> off too, guys. Hi, this is my mood. We can die off too. Don't uh, think you're special. <laughs> uh, how are uh, you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I took the week off work, which was a very necessary recharge. And I, of course, feel like the falling off a cliff feeling of going back to work tomorrow. Uh, but um, a really good reminder to, yeah, to, to take time off that 
even if vacationing or taking time off feels like complicated right now, like you just got to do it. It felt really cool to not be in video meetings all day. Oh boy. Um, really like crazy to realize how much uh, my eyes are just like on the same thing all day. So that was really nice. Um, got a little sun, like got outside. Uh, found a mouse. Some, <laughs> he found a mouse. Had a few cocktails. Uh, it was really nice. That's um, nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Saw my parents briefly today. Um, went and did a little Pasadena splash because it's a zillion degrees and felt like, Oof. hey man, before work week, why not uh, get in there? And my dad was really cute. He like keeps buying um, like pool flo- like inflatables. <gasps> He's like a big swan. <sighs> and then last time we came, there was an inner tube that was like a big grapefruit. <gasps> And then today, around the corner, and he got a big avocado. Oh, my God. And, like, the pit is comes out. It's like a rubber ball that, like, basically is like, a, anyways, it's like a what big do you do? avocado. Str- straddle it? <laughs> you, like, it's basically, I was kind of confused by it. I was like, I sat in it and, like, I can't describe it, but it's basically like a, a long avocado shaped inner tube, basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so, where uh-huh. the pit would be is where is the hole. Okay. Goes through it. Um, but I did not, I don't, I don't think I was sitting in it right. Um, but it was really cute. Like my parents don't really use their pool. Um, what a waste, huh? I, I know they're, they're, you know, they're the, of an age. It's better to stay inside in that air conditioning. <laughs> um, so they, but it's just very cute to me. So it's literally just like for my enjoyment. <laughs> like, oh, that's so like, nice. Um, but yeah, that's it. No, no big things. Now, no big news. When Tim gets in a pool, does he surf across it? <laughs> I can't drives imagine his, him doing anything He drives anything his convertible. Else across it he, um, he skids to a stop and it, he <laughs> flies right out the door throws on his shades right into a boogie board and then falls straight back into the pool i love how cool you make him sound i just feel like he's like a cartoon dog <laughs> like he's, a cool cartoon dog <laughs> he is fully i got him a hat um a, with spuds mckenzie on it um and i was like that's you dude <laughs> like, i mean you're, i don't want to sound offensive but he does seem like a cool cartoon dog <laughs> <laughs> like you know like I'm, a german shepherd kind of like wolfy dog <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell him that and it will literally make his day uh, oh, um well uh we don't have tons of news no uh, and but honestly like some- this episode is a real like there's not a lot going on Oof, and it's heavy but uh, here's the thing guys just because there's there's not a lot going on right now or to watch. It doesn't mean we have nothing to say because we're going to next week, we're going to be starting keeping up with the Kardashian season five. <gasps> if you'd like Woo! to watch along, we can all you you can watch it a lot of places. I don't need to list them all. I know you can find them. You can, you can do, do it. it. We um, know you can do it. And then. I think we maybe have a premiere date for the mid-season. <gasps> I didn't know this. So we're maybe, maybe, they said they're going to premiere next month. So we're thinking we, oh, wow. as in the article I read, is <laughs> thinking that if they're going to stick to the first Sunday, maybe September 10th or thereafter, okay. they haven't announced the real date. You know, they can just shift it anyway. I mean, they'll shift it, they'll shift it within days of the premiere. So, so. we're thinking three to four more weeks and we're going to have some new eppies oh that's exciting so so basically what you're saying is starting next week because we round out uh we round out chloe and courtney take miami today yes we'll finish that up 
And then starting next week, we will have uh, episode one of season five, which, as you thoughtfully noted here, is taking place August 2010. Truly like two days after they get home from Miami. (laughs) So we're like, actually, again, we remain very synced up. Yes. uh, With them in real time. So it's August 10 years ago. Um, and then we'll get, yeah, maybe like a month or a couple weeks in before we hop over to the current season. I mean, 18. it just gives us something that something to jabber on about, right? Ooh. And then I think we should do another Instagram live when the season comes back. Oh, yeah, that would be really fun. Uh, also, not only is it going to be airing for us, but also the UK. So we won't spoil oh. things for them. Oh, yay. I know we have some UK listeners. Um, so that's exciting. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yay. Yay. Okay. So starting next week, season five, join us. I'm sure uh, there's still probably short episodes, but maybe we'll see. I I don't remember. I mean, please God, right? We'll see. We'll catch up on the rest of the family and what has been going on while we've been in Miami. Yes. Um, Moving into some news. So there's obvious there's lots to get to. We got Kanye updates, lots of stuff. But I wanted to hop back to last week because we talked about the uh, Cardi song, which has now, of course, Cardi and Meg taken over the world. Um, WAP. Um, And obviously we talked a lot about it. It's so great. I've listened to it truly a zillion times. I love it. Have you seen the filter, the Instagram filter? No, it's is the, it do the hair? It's the hair, and then the song is playing. Ah! <laughs> oh, I gotta it's do fun. it. So we talked about it, and one of the news items we shared was that there was um, backlash to Kylie appearing in the video, um, hence why we were covering it, and uh, that there was even a petition uh, to get to get Megan Cardi to edit her out of the video, which apparently they have like there are people have like taken it upon themselves since and like edited ver- there's like versions with her edited out there's also one that is going around that viola davis retweeted where they've put uh, viola davis in as kylie in that outfit yeah. like and how to get away with murder right she's like <laughs> dancing alone in her office yes <laughs> and like um so but but one of the things yeah but so we got an email and i'm just gonna read the email uh, based off last week's episode. So I won't say the name. Um, and the subject line was why people are mad about Kylie. Hi, Marcy and Jess, longtime listener, first time writer. Actually, that might be a lie. I wrote a review a while ago about the podcast in it. I said, I felt like there needed to be a third co-host, a black woman to offset your dot, dot, dot bias about some of the things the Kardashians are involved in. I've continued to listen, but that feeling has never gone away. I can forgive the mispronouncing of artist names and the cluelessness about some aspects of our culture. But to sit here and say you don't know why we're mad about Kylie being in the uh, WAP video is just crazy to me. You know the Kardashians have a problematic relationship at best with black culture. You know they're known for stealing from black creatives and not giving credit and appropriating and acting dumb when called out. So for this girl to pop up in this video that otherwise celebrates black and brown women in such an unexpected and powerful way sucks in all caps. I know Cardi and Meg asked her to be in the video with them being invited into our black spaces is another issue that needs to be discussed and probably deserves a podcast by itself, but it still sucks. I just think that's something that needs to be acknowledged. I love the show. I just feel like there's a viewpoint that is missing. P.S. I think I wrote that review when the Jordan thing went down and you guys said you didn't get the racial aspect of the girls ganging up on her. With the rumor of that Larsa hooked up with Tristan, but they buried it coming out. Do you maybe see it now? So that was the email. Um, And obviously, I when I read it, I was like, oh, this is like 
this is uh, a very important call out. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to re- read it, and I'll just read the response that I wrote. Um, Because, yeah, I think it's important to address. So uh, I said, thank you so much for this email. You're very right to call us out for this larger issue and further explain the nuance of the Kylie Wap video, as well as the Jordan Tristan Larsa piece from before. We had actually discussed it together privately on our own text thread in the context you mentioned. The issue of how a white woman like Kylie, who has appropriated black female aesthetic for years and profited unimaginably off of it, gets to appear in this video in the most substantial cameo alongside such prolific black female talent. And who boy, do we agree with you that of that being absolute bullshit? We shouldn't have diminished the rightful anger it was causing and failed to bring that piece to the conversation on the podcast, which is a major miss. And to your larger point, representative of, of a more ongoing blind spot for us, for sure. We do need a voice to speak to that POV and we wish we were able to have it. Trust us. We've tried. <laughs> but in the meantime, we will certainly fumble, certainly continue to fumble and deserve to be called out for it. We're two white women with significant privilege and at times cartoonish lack of awareness as it can relate to by POC culture and the intersection of celebrity. And while it's not an excuse, by any means please know that we do know that and want to keep doing the work it should not be on our by poc listeners to point that out and educate us we'll continue to try to do better and appreciate being reminded of the work we need to do to more fully represent viewpoints beyond our own thank you for listening and helping us do that i would also like to add that we're getting kind of old too (laughs) i was gonna say there is also a piece which is we're getting kind of old we're getting a lot of it is it is not an excuse for uh not knowing and mispronouncing and that is a rightful call out but a, there is also a portion of that that has to do with like just being kinda old can kind of old middle-aged chickens as it relates to keeping up with um, yeah i mean like we're middle-aged <laughs> white women and <laughs> Not, I'm not particularly cool. You got a whole thing. You're cool. Yeah, well, I, well, Jeez. it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of strawberry earrings and uh, dyed hair and a lot to distract you from what might actually be happening. Yeah, but I agree with what you wrote. Um, like, I think we didn't do it justice because we did talk Absolutely. about it offline. And it makes perfect sense that like people are sick of Kylie being in a space that she isn't doing anything for the people whose space that belongs to. And in fact, she takes away from it. So totally, I think for me last week, I was maybe leaning toward the side of like, well, then you got to like Cardi made this call. Right. So, but I guess Kylie could say no to this stuff. She should, she should just disappear for a while because like not at the bottom of a lake, but she should like, just like go do her own thing. And like, I'm, I mean, she should go I, rob it up. She, I, I, we've talked about it, but like, I, I have her muted right now because I like, I couldn't take her in quarantine. And then I went back and I looked for this week's episode at all her birthday stuff and their trip, which we'll talk about. But it's like, it is, it's rough. Kylie is rough to follow. Look, right. I mean, they're, they're all tough in a moment of like the, the nation truly, uh, on its, you know, of like, falling apart at the seams to just be able like it is not it does not feel like escapist joy to watch her life i'll be uh, honest with you this is not called cargenerate for a reason <laughs> i don't i honestly don't like any of the last name jenner people 80 percent of the time <laughs> including chris i think she might be evil incarnate <laughs> <laughs> no but um yeah I, I think i think i just wanted to share that because i thought it was a good a good call out uh we'll 
continue to uh, and sometimes again I don't like using it as an excuse but that can happen sometimes where we'll chat about this stuff on our thread I know well, oftentimes with never, our beloved Trish yes. and then in it's like I can feel like we brought that piece of the conversation because I felt because we talked about it but we didn't uh, and I of course I get why I'm like of course seeing Kylie in that video we're, I can't even imagine as a black woman it's like sick of Kylie absolutely that who, she she only reaps benefits from other people she doesn't yes. do a thing she like is the like the kind of billionaire that you're like yeah you're bad for the universe <laughs> you're and there yeah the only takeaways are about uh privilege and nepotism and uh blindness to the realities around you like it is it is like a story as a parent i would truly use as like this is bad don't ever aspire to this i know it's like but yeah but she's around and we'll keep covering her we're gonna talk about her birthday in a second but um but yeah, so so just wanted to to say that. Also, yeah, I I think with the Larsa thing, I I did not um like realize that Larsa was a. I, I didn't know Larsa was accused I, I, that, of yeah. a Tristan. Like I didn't know that rumor part. Yeah. I was just like, oh, she sucks, and that's why they don't follow her. Because that's why I would unfollow her because she's annoying I, I and stupid. And I think at the time we thought it was because she was talking to the press about mm -hmm. the scandal, and so I think that's what we thought. Um, but yeah, certainly if that information was out there, it's like, it, it does not paint a flattering picture to like, and I think you can argue like there is something very weird about like Kylie having had this like very beautiful black best friend who then gets like, you know, uh, cut out of the family for this scandal and then separately replaces her with this like twin Barbie blonde. Yeah. And like, it's, it's all uncomfortable, you know, yeah. like it's all, it's all bad optics. Um, but we'll keep covering them cause we're yeah. here. <laughs> and we'll try to keep all these things in mind more because they are they're They don't naturally come to our, like awareness no. so we will try more and um gosh if we gotta find somebody who's not white we gotta get a, we gotta get someone who doesn't hate them i don't know that i know that many people who don't I know. positively hate them through and through <laughs> positively hate them um which maybe that's uh, maybe, maybe that's, that's the, route. the take maybe yeah. that's the take we'll keep working on it uh we'll keep working on ourselves uh thanks for helping us yes and thank you um, in the meantime, we'll keep it moving. Speaking of, we'll just power through Kylie because we're on on the topic. So she turned 23 um, this past week. Uh, it was Kylie's 23rd birthday. And she flew everybody on little Kylie Air um, private planes <laughs> to Turks and Caicos. Um, and they all stayed at a massive compound that was rented. Um, not actually tons of photos, to be honest. Um, feels like, you know, compared to other trips that Kylie and the family have taken, that they didn't post tons, but certainly stunning. I think Rob posted it was like the greatest trip of his life. Because well, he hasn't taken one before. I know. Rob going <laughs> is like crazy. You know he's in the mix when he's joining the family trips again. Honestly, thank God Rob is getting in the mix because I'm so tired of all of them. 
Also, oh, I know it is like good timing to just like please give me a breather. <laughs> I've come full circle on Courtney now too. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but we have like yeah, some bikini pics and you know Kylie. the Rob pick is very funny though because he's like in the pool with Tristan just looking yeah. like he's like thank God Chloe got me a new brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love when my sisters marry someone so I can have a body to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we're happy for you i'm happy that tristan you and tristan were able to get back together (laughs) the biggest reveal of all rob Uh, and tristan Um, but in one of her tricks and caicos pictures kylie posts uh has a picture where she is in this like really stunning balmain dress um that's like orange and blues and yellows this like incredible dress um and so she uh, she tagged uh, Balma, Balman, creative director, their longtime friend, Olivier Roosting. I never know if I say it right. You um, said, thank you, my love, at Olivier Roosting for the most perfect B-Day dress. And then uh, this, des- this clothing designer, Michael Costello, who I think was made his name from Project Runway, um, tagged... And thank you, he, he commented, um, thank you, Olivier, for the perfect B-Day dress. And thank you to the no-name designers who work tirelessly around the clock on custom looks who she won't tag, mention, or at, dot, 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 unless it's paid. He continued, and thank you to the glam team who always gets tagged no matter what. This post has nothing to do with me as Kylie only wears something for me once a year and I'm lucky if I get a decent pick to post. No shade to any of her team who styles her and no shame to the glam team even though you know you cannot wait to unfollow me and drag me for filth. <gasps> it's sad that designers work so, so, so hard on these opportunities to dress these gorgeous popular women and they only tag the major high-end designers like Olivier but forget about the other ones. This has nothing to do with my brand, but it definitely has a lot to do with the LA designers. Why not tag at least one? Not all the time, but maybe once in a while. So he called her out. Also, like, if you're getting, like, why do you need free stuff? Not only are you getting free stuff, but then you're not even, like, gonna, like, like, give the credit. Like, what's, what does it hurt? I, that's what's strange to me. I mean, there must maybe it literally is like part of contracts and deals and it's like well, she to could, me she should change that then i agree i she mean like she doesn't need the money like it doesn't think and also olivier balmond doesn't need the tag you know like it's such a i guess maybe well, it's she just wants about- to be connected to balmond that's the yes, thing like that's exactly. that's her ne- nothing will ever make her feel secure enough to not need to attach herself to respected individuals Especially this family has such a like um, relationship with fashion because they, you know, up until like Kim became the crossover into legitimate fashion world, they were all, you know, kind of jokes in the eyes of the fashion world. And so you can tell that they really cling, especially to Balmain and like anything custom. And it's like, we watch them to your point, like constantly need us to know that they are like darlings of the fashion world. I don't think that's true. Um, but certainly they are great for press. <laughs> They're like the opposite of like those like young actresses who are like, I'm just a dork fart. Like <laughs> I'm just like you. Like <laughs> they are, they do not want us to think they are that we're just like them. Yeah. That is the, that is so the, the, like the headline of like 
the car Jenners in 2020. It's like, we're not like you. We're, we're not nothing like, like you. you. We're nothing like you. And you will <laughs> never know what this is like. You will never fly on planes that say Kylie Air with special little customized embroidered gift bags and baskets to Turks and Caicos for a 23-year-old billionaire's birthday party. Yeah. Never. It's never. not going to happen. It's not, your, it's not in your fortune. It's not in the cards. <laughs> but speaking of flying there, we got some first photos first photos one chloe and tristan oh yes Um, they're not really that juicy to be honest but paparazzi photos of chloe with this really kind of severe stick straight brown bob oh yeah she ditched the blonde she has like a center parted uh uh, Bob and there's air, uh, these airport pics of the two of them leaving and one of them has them like cozied up basically like his hand is like on her thigh yeah and that's the news I no. mean <laughs> good for them whatever right guys we've been I mean we're reporting on it because we it's, it's a, you gotta report on it but I was like looking through because I like had like a a, a flicker of hope this week <laughs> uh, before we get into all the Kanye stuff. Oh, right. That's where we're going next, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a flicker of hope, but I thought I took a screenshot and I cannot find it because in Kim Kardashian West's her inner stories, she posted someone else's tweet. And uh, forgive me, I just cannot remember all of the details. It was something about like... Um, protest voters should remember what should take a look at what's happening right now and think about that for this election essentially like calling out people who voted for jill stein or write-ins or whatever which kind of feels like a ding against both her husband and donald trump that feels like a like uh, like almost an endorsement of biden yes (laughs) uh yeah i mean there is a part of me that's like yeah, it, it, that's exactly how how I read it too. She had no like, commentary on it, but just a broken heart, like like. But, but essentially, was like blaming, you know, which I, I don't think is full a full picture. But the tweet was like someone like making a comment that protest voting is why we're in the situation we are today with all these people yeah. dying and all these like, you know, like civil rights issues and and she just wrote broken heart and I was like oh whoa whoa this She's is like, like a big not big statement right it's a if your husband is running for president as a and won't 100% stop just and stop just won't stop, <laughs> just won't stop is a hundred percent a protest vote there is no question that Kanye is running as a protest vote that like yeah I that's an important statement to bury in the middle of like other you know it's like that does feel like she's sending like smoke signals you know being like uh fyi yes for those i'm in the still know. here <laughs> just in i'm case. still here uh, uh do you want to jump into this kanye stuff i mean there's so much of it i don't even know that i fully understand all the stuff like the fr- the fraud stuff also i just sent you a picture jess because this poor cat is nurse is being nursed upon by these giant kittens it, it won't oh, stop no. She ran oh, away no. finally. She saved herself. She's like, she literally just like rolled over on her back and gave up when they were trying to nurse. So did I already oh, no. talk about them on, my, on the pod? Yeah, I did. Right. That I, I mentioned Not today. Them. I, but I mean, before I've mentioned that yes. I have three feral cats in my house who stink <laughs> it up. Um, so apparently when Kanye was kicked off the ballot in, um, is it Michigan where it was? 
or I'll have to open up the article. Sorry, guys. Um, Can I pause this for one second? Uh huh. All right. We had technical difficulties. We'll see how that works out. Right. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so it seems as if our Kanye West um, could be uh, facing election fraud charges, possibly. Um, two states have thrown out his um, petition to get on the ballot because he had invalid signatures, meaning that he paid someone to go get signatures and uh, or a company or whatever, and um, they may not be... Yeah, it's may not be valid. So Illinois and what other state was it? Maybe, uh, oh, also New Jersey. So mm. um, did it, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, New, Ver- New Jersey Division of Elections ahead of the July 27th deadline. Um, they have found hundreds of suspicious signatures. Guy, guys, come on. Honestly, great. <sighs> Good. And then we have Kanye meeting with Jared Kushner. This this one really, uh, this is, yeah, this and, really moves into his own. That's just like. No, I've heard, I like, you know, heard like, um, oh God, what's his name? John Bolton and Michael Cohen and a few other people say that after Trump, Jared Kushner has the most power in the White House. Now, yeah. for him to be meeting to advise someone on running an election, it it just feels very corrupt, right? It feels like they're in cahoots together. It's absolutely the more details that are emerging about the relationships between like Republican operatives and Kanye's campaign. It's like it is so clearly visibly like uh, connected and that feels really wrong. Yeah. I mean, as if like shutting down the post office <laughs> wasn't already like villainy next level. We don't need to get political. Uh, I don't care. Uh, Honestly, like, if, if someone loves Donald Trump so much, they don't want to hear criticism from Kardashian. <laughs> I think it's fine. We can say bye-bye. I, it's okay with me. <laughs> right. You can honestly right. be, leave a, I mean, email or review. It's not hurting my feelings. I've already decided how I feel about right. this, about the situation. So. You're right. So it, exactly. So in a moment where literally mailboxes and mail tricks are getting like shipped off in the night, it's just like the, the, it is to me unforgivable that what Kanye in the middle of this moment is like pursuing this on any level. Yeah. Like to be honest, I think it's like to be pushing forward the agenda of this administration in any way, like, it's yeah. just and I mean, we is, also know he's he's weeks out mere weeks out from like a severe manic episode but in the thing about that is you cannot blame these but you can't blame the mania like this on the mania this is not like as much no. as i would like to be like well he's having a hard time it's like no 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 this okay, is very no. thoughtful and it's a pattern and it hasn't stopped like this is no. very clear that he is like trying to get Donald Trump reelected through causing confusion and chaos in our process. So, so there was some tweets Kanye tweeted on Tuesday, but did not elaborate. He said, I'm willing to do a live interview with the New York times, New York. He wrote with the New York time about (laughs) my meeting with Jared, where we discussed Dr. Claude Anderson's book, powernomics. Oh, I'm sure it was just a book club. Yeah, I'm sure. And then and also, next week they're going to do uh they're going to yeah. go back and do a favorite. They're going to go do Catcher the in the Rye or yeah, <laughs> with the secret. Yeah. Yeah. 
Multiple outlets reported, this is according to Forbes, who has not relented. Forbes is on this case, and I love it. Multiple outlets reported that GOP political operatives, some with links to Trump, are working to help West get on the ballot in at least half a dozen states, driving speculation that the rapper could be coordinating with the Trump campaign to spoil Joe Biden's shot at the White House. I mean, Kanye almost said that himself. He did. Well, it says in an interview with Forbes last week, West seemed to indicate his presidential run was in part driven by a motivation to damage Biden's chances. Quote, I'm not denying it. I just told you. West said I so, mean it's it's fucked it's just fucked up I can you can we just zoom out for a sec like when we started this podcast three ish years ago a million you, a million years ago could you I mean there's so many things that we couldn't have imagined the idea that like Kanye is like potentially going to be a could be a piece of like our democracy like falling into chaos and ruin is like i just can't really get my head around where we're at i mean like it's it's really hard for me just because you know i don't want to be team taylor but i'm gonna Uh, have to be i mean he's giving us no choices yeah speaking of yeah he brought up taylor i mean well he went on some like it's like he's gone back into third grade mode of how he's thinking about things and he's talking about lonely emojis that never get used and he's like what's this one i was like well that's an oyster duh come on you talk about the wap with that (laughs) w-a-p that's oyster you know um but then he he had a picture of someone i assume catching a snake off of his ranch and yeah. saying i won't do th- what you you got it what was no, it no yeah it's a picture of this snake getting caught and then it says not kanye wrote not gonna use a snake emoji because you know why dot 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 i'm not sure if christians are allowed to use snake emojis and then did the hmm emoji i mean why this so i mean is he like trying to say that taylor swift isn't a christian and also she has recently come out like like against trump and stuff so like i mean he's turned into an actual villain though that's like i know it makes me like complicit and like like retroactively like it makes me a bad guy for her no no because no i'm a villain i'm bad (laughs) no i am i'm bad it's it's the constant story about like how you separate the artist from the you know the art and like kanye has turned out to be at least i think for us at least in this moment like just really problematic you know and like what we can only use that information and figure out like what to do with it and how you know how to support or not support but god it's disappointing every time like i literally that this campaign is like trucking along like if this goes away when and if like the news story appears that's like kanye announces the end of his campaign i will like feel such a wave of relief not because i'm like genuinely super worried about his ability to influence the election it's but it's like another like but piece of the puzzle an, of it's just another bad fucking thing. But right I, I now. also do think it is another piece of the puzzle of undermining the election. So yes, like it absolutely. is this is another part of it that we just have to let happen for some reason because no one can do anything to stop like criminals no one like, can do anything about anything we can't do anything about it i don't understand why we can't do anything but we can't do anything also on top of that male stuff 
people aren't getting rent checks, aren't getting places. Um, people aren't getting medication, like people who like desperately, like, I get my medication through the mail and yeah. people get their insulin through the mail. And so like, uh-huh. it's like, <sighs> people get cancer meds. People get all kinds of stuff. Like the way that it, it disproportionately affects, especially like people in rural areas like people who like the mail is if people don't know what we're talking about because i did talk to my mom and she had no clue she'd never heard a thing about it because Mm. you know i think we're on twitter so we just hear different things that's not being covered by the news so essentially the what is it the postmaster general is this guy his last name is dejoy because he takes joy from everything but he is um, appointed by trump he is a trump donor also he owns at least part of ups which think about someone who owns a private courier service like a ups being in charge of another competitor that uh is much more affordable for the average american is a service and not a not designed as a business it would be like if cancer were the surgeon general (laughs) it doesn't make sense so essentially he's been taking sorting machines out of mail rooms and not allowing overtime so the sorting machines were allowing people to quickly get their mail sorted and not only are those away but the people who would do it who are doing it by hand now have to work shorter hours I ordered a gift for someone on Etsy and it was uh, like to watch the process of like how long it got shipped from, I think like Tennessee. And it was like crazy to watch. It took maybe two and a half weeks uh, what would normally be a three, three to five day shipment. And the website went down. A lot of people were uh, tweeting about it because it was literally like you would put in your, um, your number and which it would website went down the usps yeah like it was basically like you would just get error messages and then it like got to california and it like sat in carson at the mail at the post office there for like another three or four days and i was like it, i was just like watching it real time like i know and i even re- messaged the etsy guy and i was like it, do you know if this is something specific with the way you shipped it and he was like no, this is what's going on with the post office. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and it was like accounted for, but it would just be like days and days and days at all the facilities and no updates on it. And I was like, oh, this is again, that's just a gift. It was nothing certainly like life or death. But I was just like watching the real time of it happening. Like it's it's insane. And These on are- top of that, then actual like mail drop boxes. I don't know what those are called. Post boxes or what do you call the blue boxes that you drop your mail boxes? Mail boxes that's, <laughs> I don't know. That's, you know the mailbox blue thing they've been like taking taking them off street corners all around the country especially in blue states mm-hmm. so it's just like oh, i don't know Oof, it's I, a lot i just want i think people sh- we should have you know it's like someone pointed out it's not a corporation it's the united states postal service it's, a, it's service. a service. It was never <laughs> intended to make money. And it actually doesn't cost taxpayers money. <laughs> I just like, yeah, it's just been such a, there's just so many like new heightens to, to this period. And like, uh, yeah, just the idea of everybody we have. I'm sure you had the same thing. Like so many of our friends are posting about like buy all the stamps they're buying yes. and like the shirts and like all these ways. And I'm like, I cannot believe we are like frantically trying to support the post office in order to have an election. I will say, I don't know how this works in other um, areas, but there was a lot of people posting that there would be ballot 
separate ballot drop boxes, at least in our area. That, yes. Like there are ways to still put, get your ballot in. It doesn't mean like it, it is not. And we can, it doesn't we can drop it in the show can. notes. It's different per state, but basically request your ballot. You'll get it in the mail at some point, hopefully. And then you can drop it off at other locations before when early voting starts. So um, it's just so crazy. Like it would be like suddenly like a thing a thing you never think about like this year has been so many of that like a thing you just never think about suddenly like being potentially like just yanked away like it would truly be like somebody being like yeah there's no um Road. There's no street lights, no roads. <laughs> there's no the roads, roads anymore. We the roads turned back to because dirt they weren't making money. They cost yeah. a lot of money. It's like that's what we fucking pay taxes for. We just filled it with water, and now they're just rivers, and you just can't go. You gotta anywhere. get a boat. So <laughs> you can get a boat. And also, this guy who's really good friends with the person who made this decision has a boat store, and you can so. go use his boats. <laughs> So you can buy his boats and he's also giving money to the president or that's it. There's no roads anymore. And I just like, want to say what? too, that I actually like UPS because our UPS guy is always really nice. And well, like, I mean, there can be, the, that's it, what we need is, both. We need it's both. It's still fully functional that there are private, there's FedEx, UPS. I mean, all right, we got to move on. St- the, I know, I know, it's, I know, I know. Uh, and Sorry, like I said, spirals. I know I said it before. Uh, it's not that I don't care. I'm just not going to be afraid to express my political opinions. No, I think. Uh, and and if you if we've if we've shocked anybody with any of these yeah. takes, <laughs> uh, mean, welcome. Whoopsies, whoopsies, <laughs> whoopsies, whoopsies. You know what? This is what happens when there's no episodes <laughs> when we don't have new keeping up with. It's not our fault. Um, oh. All right, should we get to? Yeah. Our recap let's hop hop into this recap it's like little bunnies (laughs) hop right in hop 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 um so this was episode 10 of um courtney and chloe take miami it's called broken family oh spoiler i know (laughs) i know but at least people who produce this show are just (laughs) mad at their job i mean we'll get to that because there there's a real moment where i was like oh the producers um so where we've left off for anybody who hasn't been following along um scott had is had you know been acting up the whole season drinking staying out late his stupid club promoting job he in a drunken rage smashed a mirror fucked up his hand had to get surgery uh, and so it's been a bit of a cliffhanger. After he about, like, like grabbed Courtney and like sc- like yeah. scared her. So while the, the while they had the baby in the apartment and like, uh, well I guess he punched the mirror after. But um, yes. really scary stuff. So she has where we left it said that she's not going to see him. They're in touch. They're talking on the phone, but they're she's trying to make him um, work on himself. Yes. So now it's the end of the road. It's this is the last episode. So So um, we start off in the condo. Yeah. Chloe is it's Christmas morning for Chloe. She's running through the condo being like, we're leaving. We're going home. We're going home, (laughs) which feels kind of like funny if it's not the day they're leaving maybe it was just like she I just guess. was like excited to start shooting the the last episode Wait, I this guess. is the last episode i got the call sheet <laughs> so she runs into courtney's room and courtney's like in bed with mason and she's like look at the sun uh, and then <laughs> courtney is very clearly not as excited and a bit grumpy or maybe going through a big life transition or something yeah maybe uh, in the midst of some major 
life drama and upheaval? Possibly, possibly. Uh, and then Mason barfs everywhere, and I was just <laughs> eating food, and I was like, <laughs> I know it is it's a just river <laughs> baby barf, up. but still, I didn't want it. <laughs> it's so funny. Mason is so cute he's in such this a cute oh. little old man he is a really cute baby so oh. cute um, but then we hop over to dash yes who is the girl who was like my boobs are gonna miss you guys i can't remember <laughs> i can't remember her name it's she's not definitely jackie appeared. it could be it's, katie or Kate. i think it might be katie oh, but okay i wrote that line down what does that mean I want to assume that we missed the part where she got a boob job. <laughs> that's okay. That's how I felt. I was like, my boobs are going to miss you. Like, yeah, it kind of was, I couldn't tell if it was like, cause the show allowed me to pay for my boobs. Like, I don't we, know. I don't get it. And then and the, yeah, Courtney was like, we, this place was a hot mess when we got here and we couldn't have fixed it without you guys. this is a court episode i mean we'll get to it but you know it is like we talked about it so much like to remember how much she puts like how much she delivered at this point in the show is in the series is so crazy yeah it does Um, feel like a too big of a storyline for her to carry as a character though like she just doesn't have the range struggling she doesn't have the range for this it's just not in her character no she's here for like witty little quips and stuff yes (laughs) she's she's not not here to like i mean she says it but we get to it so but first we go to scott at, at his therapist i like looked up and i felt like i missed it did he have to take a like a pee test at the top of his therapy yes i assume that this is like specifically a therapist who deals with addictions and you know like he must be like a a drug and alcohol like counselor or, or something yeah that makes sense so we see like him hand off his pee um <laughs> and then and then they, we get another one of these like film sessions where the therapist and Scott are talking about how it would be beneficial to have Courtney join. Yes. Um, and it made me laugh because the therapist was like, well, you're definitely not a finished product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, like, dude. I was like, that's rough also who is but um scott definitely is not. that's why I, there's no way this is a therapist right i was like nobody's who there's no adult walking around that's a finished product it's right, truly yeah. not a thing it's literally not no uh, if anybody described themselves as a finished product i'd be like absolutely I not did it i'm done i'm done <laughs> ding I fixed uh, all the things. Not the way it works. Yeah. Um, so he calls Courtney and he's like, my doctor says you should go to therapy. She's like, did he? Did he really say that? Wait, the do- did the doctor say the it though? The doctor said it no, you're, you're telling me that the doctor said I needed to come there? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. It was not a conversation where I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> he's yeah prescribing it so it's part you of have the, to. yeah <laughs> i'll die if you don't I'll die so you guess you have to come but courtney's a good sport you can tell she you can tell she's like just she's so uncomfortable yeah she literally says i hate going to therapy i hate talking about my feelings i mean and boy what a long journey she has been on we really yeah because we truly watch this go on for years she still has a really hard time talking about her feelings she absolutely does and it was like i kind of was stunned to just hear her say it so straightforward 
And really to give her credit, like that she found her way to therapy, you know, even though she definitely had like a difficult last couple of seasons there, like that she is a person who took eight more years after this, but started like regular therapy for herself, like is pretty impressive. And it but, guys, um, it's hard. I do it every Sunday morning and I Monday I, afternoon. I want to run away from it and never, ever do it. it That's important <laughs> to remember. Uh, Cause it is like therapy is so wonderful. And we talk about it a lot here and I'm so like truly like all I do is scream about it to people. But I will say for people who are ever on the fence or if you're in those lulls, like a lot of times you don't want to go yeah. and you don't want to do it and you don't want to talk about the stuff that you know you're going to talk about. It's like when you hear people talk about how much they love therapy, it's like hearing people talk about how much they love working out. <laughs> I just oh, I love it. Like, well, I like it's, it's like I like the effects of therapy. Right. I like <laughs> the feeling of having done it yes. and the pride of putting work in. The actual work is work. It's mm-hmm. it's work and to be honest, it should feel like work. Yeah. Like that's unfortunately there will be sessions that are like really nice and breezy or you laugh a lot or whatever, but like a lot of it is work and a lot of it is is looking at a lot of stuff and it's just yeah. I was like, ugh, it's really crazy to watch the two of them. Yeah really still at the very beginning of all this but don't worry she hasn't changed completely because she looks at his hand that has just had surgery and she says he needs to get a manicure <laughs> not understanding she's like get someone to come to you like what are you doing like, get someone to fix it up what are you doing <laughs> so she g- goes to this therapist and scott is wearing a bad outfit and she nags him <laughs> but also marcy i was like it's really crazy because they like haven't seen each other supposedly in a couple weeks maybe and then they see each other outside the therapist's office and i it is so crazy in these early seasons they when they like see each other they are so like giddy and horny for each other like they just have it's like you're you're like how did they have three kids with all this drama all their baggage it's like you watch the way like they i was like oh i think they really haven't seen each other because they both of their eyes are like twinkling like they're about to go into couples therapy together and they're like <laughs> and she's like joking about his ugly outfit and i was like these <laughs> two are so horny for each other yeah Ugh, disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like discussing in therapy like like is he an alcoholic he doesn't like have to wake up and drink but like and then he like cuts her right off yeah because he, the he's therapist like, whoa, points whoa, whoa. it out, yeah, which is great. Like, then the, why I, the therapist does a nice job of pointing out, like, hey, let her finish. Uh, and Scott is doing a lot of like performative therapy, uh. where he's like, you know, the thing is, she's the most perfect girl, and she happens to be pretty perfect. She's, I would die for her. I would literally, if you said one, I would, I would die for her. And no th- one cares. And then like <laughs> he says like he, like because she's sort of like blah, not really buying this, and he's like, it's a real disease that I have. And then he's like, I've got a baby now and I don't want to play games. It's like, wait, you've had a baby for a while. And yes. then that's when you fucked up the worst was you got worse. Yeah. Like when your girlfriend was pregnant, you had one of your, well, honestly, it was worse when he punched a mirror. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, this isn't, oh, it's all behind you now. No, no. It, it, there's just not a lot of like sincerity, we especially at this point in in the episode. So, but the therapist does sort of point out that 
they need to do work on it together and that yes. having court support would go a long way which you can tell really like which rattles court because yes. she is under the understanding that she's supposed to let him because that's what her whole family navigate this is like you on- gotta let him do it on his own it's like yeah weird that your family who knows nothing about anything and has not ever had a a, a long lasting relationship <laughs> yes. no one in the whole damn thing um so the therapist asked like are you both willing to work on the relationship scott's like yes and she goes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she stays after to talk to the therapist solo and and we get a really one of like several very raw moments from yeah. court where she's trying to understand the difference between enabling and support yeah. because you can tell that she has been told that if she does stay in his life, if she stays connected to him right now or they stay together, <gasps> oh, hold on one second. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted you, you because the cats are being bad. <laughs> no, it's important. You need to, they're, you're there that you're taking, you're responsible for their lives. <sighs> so yes, the therapist, she's just trying to understand like, well, what is enabling and what is support? Cause no one will really give her and like, he doesn't really tell answer. her, right? He's just no, like, he's a bad he therapist. literally says, Oh uh, yeah, you gotta have boundaries. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> she's like crying, trying to get her head around a really, to be fair complicated subjects um and and i totally get where Mm. she's coming from um and that it's it's like yeah he he doesn't really have a good answer then when they get outside scott's basically like what were you talking about Um, why are you crying this whole episode like we've talked about this before this family including scott and this like aversion to crying makes me crazy and chloe does it later and it's just like let her cry she never emotes and i know that's why it freaks them out that she's crying but it's like let her look cry this is why hootie is one of my favorites because he said let her cry if the tears <laughs> long walk i didn't see if it the coming. tears fall down that way <laughs> you just gotta and you gotta let her go <laughs> Oh, very funny. <laughs> I just was like, stop telling this grown woman who is literally like, stop it. Everybody hates it because it makes them feel bad. Yeah, you're supposed to feel bad. You're, yeah. You've hurt her. You've yeah. hurt her. That's like, why she's crying. She's not crying because it's fun. She's crying because you are putting her in a position that is like impossible for her to navigate. You don't like the way it makes you feel. Hey, I don't the like to, the response of my I don't actions. Like you. I don't like seeing that I've affected you negatively. Uh, then we then Courtney comes back, checks in with Chloe, is talking about what therapy was like, how it was hard, and Chloe basically gives like make a list of the top five things he has to change, um, which is fine advice. Yeah, and so she, I guess, goes off to go do that. Then we get this random reminder that there's been a radio show this whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone calls her the female Howard Stern. Not quite. <laughs> like oh yeah sorry we like uh, forgot that chloe was so famous she didn't have to be here for half this season yeah. and just wanted to go like be in a mansion with lamar and yeah. never did her radio show yeah. let's just pretend that didn't happen and congrats on a great 
the season of radio yeah well yeah nope. she, she just was like i don't have to do a thing shut up um i don't have to do this i'm rich now bye 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 <laughs> i have a husband that's all that ever mattered um <laughs> so courtney's like scott let's talk she calls him she goes to the viceroy she brought her little cheat sheet that chloe oh. helped her formulate yes <laughs> and before she starts she says can you please not interrupt me because a therapist told me that that's a thing you were doing too <laughs> yes she is like courtney is doing a lot here and pushing herself very hard outside yes. of her boundaries and it's amazing because we really see her pushing and him shutting the hell down he is keep in mind like she wasn't even going to see him during yeah. this period she's now talked to him gone to a couple's therapy with him and has now arrived to give tell him the terms of what she would need to yeah. be able to stay in a relationship with him and his big like pushback is when she was like you need to like learn how to pay your bills yourself and he's like i'm not doing that like he like he won't even do the simple like he won't even hear her out and then he uses business as an excuse for all of his bad behavior all the time oh and my the, god and then in that moment when she says you're lucky i'm even talking to you i saw i was like she's turned a corner now she's made yes. her decision in this moment you can just see it on her face it's so hurtful to watch it's one of the more hurtful scenes because uh, i think we can never underestimate how hard it is for courtney to be vulnerable yeah especially on camera so it's like he by like checking his watch and pulling out his blackberry and like saying he has work stuff it's like i mean she literally says he does not care about my needs and that breaks my heart yeah and i was like it's so hurtful and he's like i'm stressed out right now she's like i don't give a fuck that you're stressed out it's like yeah like and i think like what she's saying there is just because you're stressed out doesn't mean you can treat me this way like that's not it's the good you yeah. your job is to carry the stress right now yeah. you don't get to ask her to take care of you like do you want to do whatever it takes to to make the relationship work or do you not no and like we see in that moment he doesn't he's a baby he doesn't like being called out he doesn't want to hear her i mean he can't even let her get through it and then say like okay the finances thing can we talk about that i feel differently than you he like immediately throws up a wall and like absolutely uh i mean all but laughs in her face yeah. you know at the idea of her boundaries or terms so then she comes home she is super upset starts crying to chloe again another person in her life telling her don't cry don't do it and then finally is like, well, I guess if she has to cry to like, you know, get her. But it also says it in a very patronizing way yeah. to, like, to get her shit in order. It's like like that crying is the absolute worst thing you could do. So if that's what it takes, it's like, why? It's not like losing a finger. Like it's, let's people emote like it's, they are all from this world where it's like crying is this like anyways, it's obviously a weakness and they Chloe hate is it. Not the sister that she needed right now because no. she's like, I got a bad feeling. Courtney's going to stay with him whatever scott calls to ask if he can come explain himself like an hour before they're supposed to leave <laughs> it's and literally is like what to your point it's like rather than be a sister that's like hey you have strength be strong you know like i'm i believe in you she literally is a bitch and it's like fine i'll be in the car i mean <laughs> like i'm going with her or not <laughs> like we get it we get it you're you want to leave we get it we get that you hate scott we all get it yeah and then and then we have this really sad truly just like depressing scene yeah. um where he comes very much like tail between his legs uh to the apartment it's just 
uh, Courtney, Mason, Scott, and he's trying to explain himself. He is being finally honest and sincere and like has an ounce of accountability saying, you know, the only thing I care about in in my life is you and him is you and him. And I was feeling attacked by you. But at the end of the day, these are all my problems. I acted like a child. I shut down. Like, I hope you can forgive me. Um, And she is pretty firm. She's stone cold and over it. And she's like, there's no chance I could let things go back to the way they were. Mm-hmm. And basically is like, I'm going back to L.A. So uh, he can't take care of us until he takes care of himself first. Mm-hmm. And so is basically like, nope, you snooze, you lose. I'm going continue on your journey. We're not doing this. And then he together. like sniffle cries, sniffle cries about how much he misses Mason. But he looks sweaty and not tearful. <laughs> yeah, I was like this whole like performative crying scene of him at the end. Like, I believe there was a lot of truth to it, but he did look like flushed and like it just it wasn't working. He just couldn't <laughs> believe that it wasn't that he, his tactics weren't working on her. Yeah, I just she, think in this. I think he gets there, but in this moment, I think he's like truly like shocked. Like what? What? I'm not getting something I want. I wasn't able to convince Courtney for the zillionth time. Can I talk to a producer? Because <laughs> this is supposed to go. <laughs> and then we, uh, you know, so then we we have like uh, she leaves, and yeah. we have Scott, you know, kind of promising to himself like anything I can do to get this family back, I will. As they like get in the elevator, and, and he like falls back on the bed and looks at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> and like then Courtney, you know, Chloe's really relieved to see Courtney coming with Mason. Obviously, no Scott, and and is like, and Courtney's like, I just hope it wor- it all works out the way it's supposed to. And then we get this parting shot of like Scott alone in that condo with all his like fancy suits laying on the bed. And then he, the camera, he's like, he's supposed to be crying, but to your point, kind of sweaty. And the camera hands down to him holding Mason's shoe. (laughs) And I was like, like I was saying at the top of this episode, I was like, guys, I need to talk to the producer. (laughs) Just one little shoe. Looking down. Also, why doesn't he have a shoe? Why did you leave a shoe in the house? Yeah. It's a good little fancy shoe. Baby Where did shoe. he find the shoe? <laughs> Under go the run down to the car and give Courtney the other shoe. Because she's going to go looking for that little shoe. I mean, babies can only wear a shoe for a couple of weeks before they get too the big. The drama of this shot just obliterated me. I was like, good uh, Emmy winning work. An attempt at... <laughs> Ah, the heart, the drama. Um, but that's it for this that's season it. of Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. It was dark, but very real and very raw. And um, I'm proud of Courtney. Uh, you know, I think that's why I've come full circle on her is like watching her uh, origin story. Truly. Like, yeah, she wants out of this. Like, And there's only two more kids to come <laughs> <laughs> it's insane she, this, it, it takes a while to learn lessons sometimes it's, it's a long it's a slow game but mm-hmm. she gets there and in the meantime like we said we will be covering starting next week keeping up with the kardashian season five um that'll ho- take us to august 2010 and then as soon as the uh, next season of keeping up with begins we will hop over to that but in the meantime join us it's very fun um to go through these vintage episode recaps so we'll be heading there next weekend 
We release new episodes every Monday. You can check out our website, carditionit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. It helps us so much. Uh, check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. And you can email us at carditionit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Carditionit. Bye. Bye.